0: Hey peeps, welcome to a new episode of Women & Food. Today I will talk to Emmanuel Corati. She's the founder of Hashtag Back to Earth. It's an NGO that aims at fostering the links between different actors in the countryside like farmers, new rulers and many others to make the countryside thrive. We will talk about motherhood and feminine values that made her want to be more resilient and grow her own food about the concept of near-rurals and the potential conflict or support between so-called new and so-called old farmers. And finally, we'll also talk about how she imagines the future and the role that women play in it. So you, you started your new project, I think, this year, right? With the Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And where did this motivation come from to start this project?
1: Yeah, Uh, I used to be a CSR uh, director uh, in a listed company so it was the 10 past years um, and so uh, I was working uh, towards sustainable management but I felt like it was not uh, useful enough uh, you know and uh, that we're in a system that's not working anymore and uh, I had some weeks to think about what um, I want to do uh, in my second uh, let's say uh, professional life I saw some movies and uh, I read a lot of articles about what we could uh, call a collapse and I was really, really afraid about that Uh, and I felt that my job uh, as sustainable director was not uh, impactful enough and I tried to change some things uh, in my life Uh, so I sold my apartment in Lyon, a city where I uh, currently live but um, in a a house that I rent now and I bought a house in the countryside um, in order to become more resilient. As a a city uh, inhabitant, uh, there are many things that I do not know. I don't know how to uh, raise uh, vegetables, I don't know how to repair or fix things and um, uh, for me it was really, I don't know, it it became like an evidence and like like, uh, obvious that uh, I had to change things I, I, I made you know great studies in France in a big uh, school of management which is called uh, HEC yeah. uh, so it's wonderful but yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the, what's the point having a uh, great diplomas uh, having a, a, a wonderful job when uh, you just not able to leave a uh, on your own in the nature, and that you're completely split from uh, what is the heart of uh, what we should be focused on, which is the earth. I bought my ha- my little house close to river. I have a, so- a source, uh, a, a water source, uh, uh, on on my field, and uh, I intend to change things in my life so that, in let's say five to ten years uh, i'm able to live on my own there and raise my kids uh, in an environment which is closer to nature and so uh, that was my personal uh, switch but it came to a professional switch too as i discovered while preparing my project, that there are many, many initiatives uh, everywhere uh, on the countryside, namely in France, the, the country I come from, uh, and not only about, uh, you know, uh, agriculture, but uh, also entrepreneurs, uh, uh, villages, uh, associations, uh, artists, m- many, many initiatives are uh, everywhere on the count- in the country, um, but are not connected, not known by the by the citizens and uh, I felt it was really uh, a big loss uh, not to know about all that and not connecting all those initiatives. And I, I came to the idea that there was something to do about publishing things uh, about these initiatives and connecting them. And I came to, to the idea of Back to Earth, which is uh, now a, a non-governmental uh, organization whose aim is to promote and to connect initiatives related to uh, giving more space to agriculture and um, and farmers promoting neo uh, rurality and uh, also promoting the fact that we should connect uh, our society and our economy more to the nature because on the one hand uh, you have an economical system that's uh, looking for growth and on the other hand you have the natural system which is uh, slowly uh, going down and there is simply no connection anymore between the economical system and the reality of um, what our nature is and um, it is uh, now completely absurd so um, we founded this uh, association in order to uh, promote these initiatives, uh, and so we have a, a small uh, YouTube channel uh, to uh, and short movies about. Uh, uh farmers associations uh um, villages uh, artists that invent another way of living another way of producing another way of being connected to the nature and so um we started that a few um less than 2 months ago we also uh, launched a club connecting uh neo rurals to um uh, uh, citizens from the from the city uh, yeah. that intend to change their lives so that uh, they can uh, talk together and help each other uh, in their switch uh, of life. So it was uh, yesterday that we had the first uh, meeting right. and uh, also we are going to launch um, events um, gathering uh, uh, people from different universities like uh, researchers, mayors, uh, from the countryside, farmers, uh, associations, artists and entrepreneurs so that we connect them to each other uh, and that they uh, exchange about the projects and innovate together uh, and I really, I am really convinced about uh, uh, the urge of having some uh, collective intelligence about um, that and that it needs to be uh, built and animated and so that's the aim of our associations at the start the the project was to do it aside my uh, job and when i went into that project i I could not think uh, about something else and so i quit my big job, my big position I was almost in the executive committee of a big uh, company and I quit uh, this uh, summer to devote myself to the association whereas uh, uh, I have some big uh, uh, let's say question marks about uh, how I'm going to live from that but um, uh, as I felt really worried about the the state of our planet, of our society um, I I decided to, to commit myself to that and let's see after how I'm gonna make it a full-time job but um, that's the the point where I am now Uh, so it's just uh, completely new uh, to me and that's the first time of my life I'm an entrepreneur and uh, so uh, now we are uh, writing a big uh, manifesto uh, about going back to earth uh, and uh, we wrote that article with other associations researchers uh, mayors in France and um, we have big uh, big names uh, who signed it and so uh, we also want to uh, have a political action
0: so that's it yeah great great. sounds like a really, really good project. And I also wanted to talk uh, with you about near rurals and how you perceived moving to the countryside and starting your own farm or garden. Yeah. Um, but first to go back to your team with who you created the association, I saw mm-hmm. that you are mostly women from very different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And um, I was wondering, why are you so many women in there?
1: That's a good question, and you know what, yesterday when we launched our club, for instance, we were supposed to be 10 uh, members, and as usual, you have people who cannot connect, etc. And in the end, we were uh, seven, and we were only women, and the men could not be there. And so we said, yeah, that's funny that uh, we're only women. And also I um, discovered, but I was not aware of that, that... um, Uh, In the first people I, I, you know, I had in my movies and my small videos, there were many women. And and so that's interesting. My little explanation about that is that this uh, connection to nature and the fact that we're really worried about the state of the planet and the resilience of, um, of our um, society, of families, is also connected to, to my mind, uh, to very uh, feminine characteristics, maybe connected to the role of mothers that we have, even if some people, uh, some young uh, women also commit themselves uh, without being uh, mothers. But uh, I think it's, it is connected to motherhood and the fact that uh, maybe we have in our mind the, the, the to, to feed, to protect, to be gentle, to to connect. For me it has something to do with the very feminine side of it. And oh, that's my small boy who's here. Hello. <laughs> you want to say hello? If I come back to my project and my personal switch to the countryside. There was something really connected to the fact to protect my children. If, if I go really inside myself to think about that, there was something really basic. Yeah. There are many reasons why I do that. Many, many reasons. But, uh, if I come back to the root, as far as I'm concerned, it has to do with the fact that I'm a mother and, um, same thing with my different commitments. I really, I'm really committed in my life. I've always been. But one of the reasons is that I don't want to be ashamed in front of my children. I don't want to tell them, you know what, your mother, she knew and she did not do anything. And she continued to go back to, you know, shops and uh, whatever, everything that we know in this society as it is now organized. And um, I'm trying to deconstruct what They've learned from the very beginning of their lives. Uh, they're 13 and nine. And even if I raise them in a certain way, you know, they live in a society like other children. And it's really, really, really difficult to raise children in a world like ours and being resistant to the system. It's really, really difficult. For me, it's a basic explanation to the fact that women feel uh, concerned about that. And uh, yeah, it was for me a surprise too, to see how many uh, new farmers are women. It used to be a very men job. And now I see many, many women becoming farmers. It's a good topic of research. Yep. There is something.
0: So, could you uh, maybe briefly explain the concept of neo rural and if you identify as one or not?
1: I'm uh, a mid near rural as I uh, still live in the city. I have uh, one foot in the city and another on the countryside. I don't know if we can uh, speak about one type of near rural, but if I should give a definition, it's a person who spent uh, um, most of its life uh, in, uh, in the city and decided to move to the countryside for different reasons. It can be for quality of life uh, reason only, it can be to work there, it can be also to uh, become farmer. I mean there are different uh, scales, there are different reasons to that switch to countryside. I had a, a small uh, talk with a, soci- a sociologist who, who studied this question in France. I don't know if, if it's the same in other countries, but this uh, phenomenon is not new. I mean, it started first uh, in the 70s with some small, let's say, uh, communities or people who went to the countryside in order to be uh, Against the system, but it was really a small part of the population and um, they were working on alternatives. And there was um, the rural exodus slowly came down. And now looks like uh, there is a new phenomenon of urban exodus, which is starting slowly, not everywhere. There are still some sites uh, in the country in France, uh, namely that are dying of having no uh, inhabitants and no living, but there are some regions now who slowly get uh, repopulated with some urbans that leave the cities and go back to the country. And there are different types uh, of near-rurals, people who live there full-time, but there are also bi-residentials who uh, live, let's say, uh, 70% uh, of their times on the countryside and go back to cities one or two days in the week for meetings, et cetera very different types of uh, neo rurals Uh, As a general, we can say that uh, something new is starting. I had a a small interview for my uh, YouTube channel with um, a woman who is a farmer and also uh, an author. Uh, She used to study political science, so she's a a smart uh, woman and uh, and she's an activist. And she's just published a manifesto for urban exodus in France. You know, she had a a very large uh, media cover, and she wrote uh, this book before COVID. You know, she had finished it, and she was she was supposed to publish it, let's say in March, and then COVID crisis came. And so she, she completely changed uh, her manifesto and uh, she had a media cover that was completely unexpected, uh, like TV, uh, many uh, the newspapers uh, interviewed her because it looks like there is something happening in France. Many people decided to move to the countryside during COVID crisis and it looks like it raised awareness about that and, uh, And many, many people decided to buy houses on the countryside in villages that were like almost dead. We don't know if it's going to last or if it's just connected to COVID crisis, but this has become a new phenomenon.
0: That was also a question if you think it's more trend because many people in small Parisian apartments realized like wow during confinement mm-hmm. it's not a place to be or do you think it's more long term because I've been researching a bit on small scale farms in France and I saw that some of them were to, um, to sell again so people after five years decided to move on so do you have the impression that near rurals tend to go to the countryside just for a couple of years and then go back or do you think it's a bit more sustainable?
1: I think it's more sustainable. The fact is that uh, of course there are some people who, who make a switch in their lives but do not realize everything that uh, it involves and there are also some people who, who do not succeed in the in the switch namely when it's to become farmer because it's something more involving and many do not have the abilities to do that are not trained uh, enough or uh, do not realize what it involves and there are many projects that uh, are stopped but there are also many 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 new uh, projects uh, coming off as you say small farms uh, which are, when they're good, well-run, uh, more sustainable than big farms. I, I saw some projects that have just started like, uh, one year ago and, and that, uh, are already, uh, you know, bankable. So, uh, I mean, I would, uh, separate farmers and new rules as a general because I think that it's, Two different things. I mean, farmers are in, new. Farmers are included in rural rules, but uh, not every rural world is a farmer. But uh, that's a specific category. I, I said that for for this category of new farmers, of course, some projects do, do not succeed. But of course, uh, the trend uh, is emphasised by COVID crisis, and maybe it will slow down after. That's a possibility. But I am convinced that it's going to be a long-term trend because yeah, yeah. Um, cities are not good to live anymore. It's harder and harder. And um, I don't know what's going to be, the how long it's going to take, but I'm quite sure it's going to be a sustainable phenomenon.
0: Coming back to the difference between neo rural farmers and, like, born farmers did you notice any conflict because the backgrounds of the people are very different do they socially engage well or are there some clashes and is your organization perceived in different ways by the different types of farmers like near rural farmers and
1: Yeah, I'd say that there is no general answer to that. Uh, It's always specific. First, uh, I thought that it would be really problematic for a new farmer to come and launch uh, a farm uh, and and come to a territory where it is not from. But uh, when I interviewed uh, some farmers, I discovered that they were really welcome by the local population as far as uh, the, the people I met are concerned. But I read some books and articles and I had also interviewed with sociologists and, uh, and researchers that point the fact that there are some conflicts, of course, in some cases between uh, uh, born farmers or born rurals and, and and new farmers and new rurals. And and uh, it depends on the territories, it depends on the people, it depends on the projects, looks like people uh, who try to be constructive and connected with the 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 local projects uh, are more successful than people who come and just uh, launch that project without being uh, connected. Um, it depends also on the territories, maybe, because there are some territories where there are many, many projects and are fed up with having some new ones, and in some other uh, other countryside they are so happy to welcome new rural. Uh, I, I don't know if you saw the, the small uh, video I I uh, uh, launched, about village. Uh, it's a small village who launched an operation to uh, to ask people to come uh, to them and 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 re and, and repopulate the, the the village. So it depends on the villages, on the areas, and and uh, what is also. Sometimes uh, difficult is to have to have uh, two worlds in the agriculture. The let's say, I mean, I don't like to have big categories, but sometimes it's uh, easy to explain things. Uh, You have some uh, big farms uh, that are uh, let's say connected with the European policy of agriculture, PAC, uh, Politique Agricole Commune, that are like industries finally, and some small farms that are more connected to. Uh, nature, uh, through organic production, uh, permaculture, and, and so on. There are many, many, uh, many trends uh, connected to that. And these two words uh, live uh, in the same time and sometimes fight each other because they do not have the same interests. And, and, and there can be some tensions. For instance, I can give you an example. Uh, I interviewed um, a group of uh, young people who uh, Uh, are currently uh, settling in the area of uh, Nantes, and there are five to retake a farm that was abandoned. And But there are so many tensions about getting uh, the fields uh, that the big farmers that were aside, when they bought the farm, they poisoned it with some glyphosate and so on, because there is a kind of fight uh, about fields. Because uh, if you speak about the the, the big farms in Europe, uh, the the system is it built is built such a way that uh, you need to be bigger and bigger if yeah. you want to to uh, meet the criteria criteria sorry to to get some uh, financial help and so there are, there's a kind of tension about fields and the new farmers that they're more about small uh, fields you know and it's difficult to get small fields and, and and the old farmers if I should make some categories they want to get more square meters to to for their production and uh, and it's really tense um, so there are some sometimes where it's uh, okay and sometimes where it's not. Uh, but uh, if I sh- if I should come back to the to this project of these five rural who who took this farm, they have complementary knowledges uh, and so they're going to uh, launch a market also on the farm, and they are really welcomed by the population. Not the farmers aside, but by the population was really happy to see them giving life again to this farm. And and uh, Selling the products directly on the farm, so uh, and so it it, it depends. It's
0: case by case.
1: Case yeah. by case, that and uh, yeah, that's good. At it least yeah. it's
0: not every urban person who goes to the countryside is not well received. So it's good to know that there is not a trend, but it's more case by case.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was uh, part of a conf call and talking about countryside projects and someone said something I, I found really adequate, which is the fact that when you uh, have a project to go back to the countryside, uh, there needs to be a, a connection between your personal project, your professional project and the territory project. And if you and if the three are uh, OK uh, together, It works. You need to have a balance.
0: um... I heard about, but I'm not sure if it's true, that in France, when a farmer um, retires, for example, and wants to sell its land, there is a law that this land needs to be proposed to young people or new farmers. Can you explain a bit on, on this law?
1: Uh, I'm not a specialist of it, uh, but what I know is that you cannot sell to the one you want. There is an institution called SAFER uh, who distributes, you know, the the land, and, and and you cannot sell your land to to the one you you want. It's not like houses or uh, apartments. And new farmers are, uh, are supposed to be helped, but there are some lobbies and some pressure and so it's not that uh, easy and uh, new uh, farmers are supposed to be helped and to get uh, financial help or to be f- favoured uh, when um, attributing the, the land uh, but in reality as usual you can have some uh, uh, pressure and lobbies that uh, do not help uh, that uh, redistribution and um, it's kind of complicated but i i'm not a specialist i know that it is a big question uh, and uh, you have some associations who are really specialized on that you can go and see um, Terre de Liens, I'm part of it, uh, I, I invested um, my small money uh, <laughs> because I'm not rich but uh, the, the, I've, I, I spent some money and I, I, I had some savings there and, and you can invest in lands so that they, 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 they go to uh, new uh, farmers and so, but that's a non-governmental uh, organization NGO.
0: Yeah. You want to show that projects already exist and to build a world to which you aspire what would this world be and what is the role of women in it?
1: The world will be more connected to nature, uh, more simple, let's say, with less uh, consumption, more relationships. When you were in, live in a city, you have simply uh, no connections with your neighborhood, which is a pity. More, um, let's say... Uh, uh, connections between generations to uh, more um, feeling of what being alive uh, means and, and, and trying to be really alive not only living but to, to live a life fully I feel like uh, that there's a kind of vacuum in the urban lives and um, also but that's my uh, personal point of view um, I um, I feel that uh, spirituality is also something that is important to to connect with having some uh, inner life so that's uh yeah i'd like to have a word that is more connected to um, what it means to 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 be alive and uh, the 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 joy of um of simply being and not only acting and consume consuming and uh, so that's my ideal uh uh way of seeing things and um of course, um, women have a role to play uh, in that, thanks to their uh, sensitiveness, uh, the fact that uh, there is something uh, that's part of women, which is to protect, uh, to, to, to heal, to feed. Uh, um, I'm not going to be uh, politically correct, but uh, I think that we, we wanted so much more to have, so much to have equality uh and and that we there was a kind of confusion and we tried to uh, women became uh almost like men you know, and to me, if there are men and women there's a reason why and uh I'm for uh equality and for, to the fact that we have the same rights, but uh I am also uh convinced that difference differences are really key and uh and that Women need to be women. Uh, I don't want to make big categories, but uh, that's the topic of your study. Yeah, I, I'm proud to be a woman, really, but I wouldn't define myself as feminist, for instance. Recognize myself in the in the political uh, movements of feminism, uh, because um, to me, some women simply uh, try to be men and. I do not recognize myself in it, but uh, I assume that. I mean, so definitely being a woman is important. And um, before I launched uh, Back to Earth, I launched a small club with some um, incredible women I met in my life. But um, in my daily life, some are friends, some are colleagues, uh, some are women I met uh, in a conference, or these uh, are really uh, inspiring women to me. And I launched a small club, uh, which is called Diesel et Diesel, Diesel like she and Diesel uh, yeah. wings. Yeah. And and we we meet every let's say two months to have um, conversations about uh, our lives, and uh, it's uh, really intimate. And it's really inspiring to be connected with other women. And uh, yes, definitely. I feel that there is some uh, specific role to play, and that a new time for women has come. I'm uh, quite convinced about that. I like men a lot. I, I wouldn't. Uh, I'm in love with the man, and uh, I would not like to be with a woman. I mean, but uh, and and he's a wonderful man. But uh, yeah, I think that uh, we have something to to bring. I don't know if we can speak about being wise, but uh, it has something to do with that. Ouais, sorry, c'est mon son qui est en face de moi. Yes, c'est quoi le problème Bon, on, je termine, Maxime. J'ai bientôt terminé. Oui, vas-y, va prendre ton goûter. Oui, <laughs> it's uh, difficult to be a woman uh, working at home and having kids. Yeah. yeah, you need to be. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I was talking about the title of Back to Earth, and many French people do not like English titles uh, in, in the old generations, namely, and uh, and I was no, there was no international purpose in it. But why not? I mean. Um, but it came to me like the back to earth title because you can be connected to uh, uh, to other countries and i think that it is really nice to see that same phenomena phenomena uh, happen in other countries maybe in a different way it's not part of the project now because i have many many things to yeah. launch but uh, it would be i think really interesting namely um, for instance for my the congress that we want to organize maybe if you have um, you know come to uh, the end of your project to have a, like an international uh, table round table and have some uh, inputs from other countries
0: yeah yeah i think i think there are a lot of things that are different in in the different countries where we can learn from each other mm-hmm. and many similarities that you don't think about
1: it's becoming crazy in the kitchen so i think that we yeah. almost come to the end of our interview naomi yeah yeah uh, great great thanks a lot
0: yeah that's you're great. welcome
1: and and uh, congratulations for your project it's very uh,
0: nice you too <laughs> and uh <laughs> thanks. yeah thanks a lot for taking time to to being here and um have a good good day with your family
1: yeah thank you <laughs> have thank you a very good
0: much naomi. so we came to of the interview with emanuel Corazzi from hashtag back to earth i hope you learned quite a bit about what drives people to move from the city to the countryside and obviously i hope you enjoyed it as much as i did and stay tuned for more interviews and podcasts to come ciao